Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I, I had a perp. Live. I had a perp in my room. And it was so Let's try to get this recording. Um, something happened with the week. Uh. Reconferencing is not coming through. Oof. All right, I, I've already started, so there's nothing I can uh, listen. Conference lock, hold. Why is this coming on? Let me just see. Reload. My free conferencing. All right, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for each and every person that is here. We thank you, God, for fasting and praying, knowing that we can change things. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all you've done, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you, God, for we thank you, God, for everything, every escape you brought us through. We thank you, God, for every plot and plan against Satan that you brought us through. We thank you. God, for you being God, we thank you, God, for giving us the strength to just continue moving on, for being onward Christian soldiers, moving moving on and on. We thank you, God, for each and every person here, my sisters, that we ask you to bestow upon each one of them, Heavenly Father, a, a, a window, uh, open up the windows of heaven and bestow upon them a blessing that's too big for their own understanding. Heavenly Father, we call Sister Nancy blessed. We call Sister Camille blessed. We call Sister Angelica blessed. We call sisters that are not here blessed and highly favored. We call Anne blessed, Heavenly Father. Amy blessed. Elisa blessed, Heavenly Father. We call Elizabeth blessed, Heavenly Father. We call each of our elders blessed and highly favored. My mother, Heavenly Father, the hedge of protection over her from head to bottom, Heavenly Father. We call cures for all types of things that may come against her. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus. Amy's mother blessed, Anne's mother's blessed, all the mothers blessed. In the name of Jesus, Angelica's mother's blessed in the name of Jesus, that our parents will continue to, um, to extend towards us the gift of longevity and wisdom, and that we can just, Heavenly Father, follow your footsteps, Heavenly Father, and become better warriors in the army of the Lord. God, we just thank you and we praise you for another day. We thank you, God, for the land of the living, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We praise you for all you've done, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, for reading and knowledge on biblical stories and biblical growth. God, we thank you for the reading today on Jesus and the rich man. Heavenly Father, we thank you for that upcoming story, that Bible story, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify your name, Heavenly Father, for a beautiful day. We thank you, God, for the spirit of fasting and praying, for wanting to fast and pray, for wanting to make a sacrificial offering 
to decree and declare that the targeted individual program, every perp associated with it, every demon, every Satanist associated with inducing poverty on innocent people, usurping authority over um, governance structures that they do not have, every plot and plan to usurp authority over the Senate, the legislative branch, the executive branch, the judicial branch, we call it null and void through the blood of Jesus Christ, through fasting and prayer, we counteract, we counter, we, we, we inflict countermeasures, godly countermeasures against every attempt of state for usurping authority over our governance structures on this earth in the name of Jesus and through the blood of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you that we can read, we can stand on the blood, the blood, the blood. We thank you we don't have to go roost no hens and cut no chicken necks and foot. We can stand on the blood of Jesus comes against you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus comes against income assassination. The blood of Jesus comes against income oppression. The blood of Jesus comes against targeted targeted innocent people, the blood of Jesus against electronic torture, the blood of Jesus against organized stalking, the blood of Jesus against organized fraud, the blood of Jesus against induced oppression, the blood of Jesus against job mobbing, the blood of Jesus against income blacklisting, the blood of Jesus against economic inequality, Lord, we thank you and we praise you. The blood of Jesus against rituals for for worldly power, rituals for spiritual wickedness in high places. The blood of Jesus is against you in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood of Jesus against every eugenic attack on people. The blood of Jesus against pharmaceuticals used to kill people. The blood of Jesus against the spirit of obesity, induced obesity. The blood of Jesus against the spirit of induced diabetes, sickness, illness, cancer. We plead the blood of Jesus. God's people are covered with a hedge of protection. The blood of Jesus against car accidents. The blood of Jesus against false driver license suspension programs. The blood of Jesus against every ploy and plot of Satan in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus against induced health issues. The blood of the blood, the blood, the blood. God, we thank you that we can we can lean on your blood to go against every demonic plot to usurp authority on this earth in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, that we can fast and pray, Heavenly Father, that we know in your time this sick, targeted individual program will be dismantled, toned up, demised, ripped up, exposed, every demon behind it will be punished according to your will. Holy Spirit, we ask for divine intervention, Heavenly Father, peace. Lord, but Lord, we understand that sometimes, 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 it will allow people to suffer on behalf of humanity. Lord, Heavenly Father, we ask for divine intervention, Heavenly Father. Lord, we want to help humanity, but we want to help our families, and we don't want, we're not, we don't want to continue to suffer. Lord, you have a way of teaching us and teaching this earth, Heavenly Father. Use us in the capacity you choose to use us for. Cover us with your blood, Heavenly Father. Cover us, Heavenly Father. Don't let us suffer too much, Heavenly Father. Let us move to the next level you have for us to do great things on this earth, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just praise you and we thank you in advance for the breakthrough. We thank you in advance for dismantling this program. Lord, we thank you in advance for everything you've done, all you're going to do, Heavenly Father. 
We thank you, God, for tearing up the devil's plan, for ripping down every plot Satan has made against us in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for praying people. We thank you, God, for praying targeted individuals. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for the fasting, sacrificial offering targeted individuals. We thank you, God, for unified prayer, Heavenly Father, to break down the plots of the devil. We thank you, God, that you've allowed us to be on this earth to line up to our assignment to see what other people may not see, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for allowing, for choosing us, for keeping your hand on us, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for the roof of our head, the food in, the food in our plates, the families we have. God, we, we, we thank you and we praise you. God, we thank you for our bloodlines, Heavenly Father, our children and our children's children, our nieces and our nephews. God, we call them blessed and highly favored, a hedge of protection from top to blow. I call Elijah Scott blessed, Haru Scott blessed. I call Amy's son in the midst of hell and high water to be blessed. I call Camille's um Nancy's son to son children to be blessed and highly favored. I call Delisa's children to be blessed and highly favored. I call each and every one of us, our children and our children's children and our nieces and our nephews to be highly favored, hedge of protection over them, men and women in the kingdom of God, Satan, you can't touch them. We come together to pray for them in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. God, just thank you and praise you in advance, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We exalt your name, God. Lord, we magnify your name, Heavenly Father. We just thank you, God, for you being God. We can't get enough of saying, Lord, we love you. Lord, we just give you all the honor and the praise, Heavenly Father. God, we thank you for this thing called grace and mercy that you've put on this earth, Lord, that we can still be standing, Heavenly Father. God, we just thank you. We praise you. We exalt your name, Lord. Lord, we just give you all the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Can we um, have a daily devotion or a prayer? Whoever's ready. I didn't. I'm in my car, Mary. I'm so... This is Nancy. I'm sorry I'm unable to read the devotional today. Um, Miriam, do you have yours there? Yeah. Can you yeah. read the devotional? Okay, I will read it after we do the prayer. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to pray, Nancy? Yes I'll, go ahead. yes, I'll go ahead and pray. This is Nancy. Father, okay. Father, we thank you so much for this day that you've given us, another day of life another demonstration of your kindness, another demonstration of your love for us, Father. We thank you so much, Father. We thank you for those things that we take for granted, waking up, the use of our limbs, Father, being able to breathe, Father, being able to to be in our right mind, so to speak, Lord God, although we're uh, living under oppression, Lord God, and, and, um, and, and, and uh, Lord, just struggling to 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 be ourselves father just struggling to to be who you've called us to be lord god considering all that we we're living under we thank you for being god father we thank you so much that this that foundation alone that we have come together right now and at this time just to thank you for being god lord just just to thank you for the love that you've shown us 
and that you continue to show up over and over and every day. We thank you, thanking you so much for the Holy Spirit that you've given to us, Father, that lives within each and every one of us, Father. Thank you so much for the gentle way, Lord God, that you just wait so patiently, Lord God, that when we turn away and we're so consumed and thinking about what's going on in our lives and and just thinking about and being consumed with everything that's happening that we just forget about you, Lord. Thank you so, so much just for your love, Lord, that you don't change, Lord. We're the ones that move, but you're so consistent, Father. We just thank you for that. We thank you just so that we can Thank you so much, Father, that we can just remember and, and turn back to you, and there you are, Lord. Your gentleness, Father, the way that the Holy Spirit, Father, just generally, generally nudges us, Lord, just to remind us of who you are, Father. Thank you for your omnipotence, Father. Thank you for the comfort of knowing that you are omnipotent, that you are omnipotent, Father. We love you so much. Thank you so much for that, Lord. Thank you for your sturdiness. Thank you for being Hosea, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we can think of you and know that there is nothing too hard for God, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord, that you're just so almighty, Father. Thank you that we have the assurity of knowing who you are, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you so much for that, Father. Thank you so much that it is on that principle and on that premise, Lord, that we can come together in a common ability, Lord, in a common way, Lord, just to raise our hands, our voices, our countenance, Lord, our spirits, just to think of you, Lord. We love you so much, Father. I pray and say these things in Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Camille. Dearly beloved, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. As humble as I know how, with thanksgiving, with honor, with worship, and with praise, I glorify, I magnify, I exalt you, and I lift you high upon the earth, because you are worthy. No matter what we are dealing with, Father, um, you are the God of the impossible. Help me to always know that, no matter what the situations and the circumstances are. Yes, I know we are going this through. Is being recorded. We are going through a hard. Sorry, you just got that button to work. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. I, Father, um, I know we're going through an intense oppression. Um, and I pray for each and every one of us on this call and all of us as targeted individuals. I pray that we seek you, that we submit our lives to and for Jesus Christ of Nazareth and for you and your kingdom, no matter how hard it gets, you are the God of the impossible. You are aware of what we're dealing with. Uh, You know your ways are higher than our ways, your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. There's a plan and a purpose for everything under the sun, Father. And I pray that we just remain faithful in obedience to you, that we seek you. Father, I know for myself, it's so easy to lose my focus and to be more focused on what's happening to me than the God who is greater than all of those things. And I mean, it it is intense, Father. I pray that with the power of the Holy Spirit that, you know, we are led and guided 
by Jesus, by you and your kingdom, uh, to live for you no matter what, and to really just walk in faith, knowing that this will be dismantled. And I continue to pray to you that as we fast and as we pray, that it is um, that this fasting is uh, pleasing in your sight, that it breaks the back of all of this oppression that's coming against us, and that, you know, for a quick deliverance. I mean, deliverance is inevitable. Deliverance will happen. Uh, I pray that it happens sooner rather than later, but again, your timing is perfect. So I just pray um, that you cover each and every one of us, that the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth covers each and every one of us, and that we are led and guided by the Holy Spirit to live for you and your kingdom no matter what, and to be led and guided to, you know, for opportunities and, you know, where we are led to expose this and bring about justice on this earth, Father. I pray that these forces are stopped, that are coming against us, that they afford it, and that demon spirit is destroyed and goes into the pit of hell, and that justice reigns, Father. You are the God of justice. Your scriptures say justice is the foundation of your throne. And I thank you for that. I thank you for our impending justice and that you will reveal and expose these demonic and dark forces and bring them to justice. And that as was done with Job and others in the scriptures who have gone through hardship, once we've learned everything that you would have for us to learn and we're pruned and refined and justice is dispensed, that recompense will take place and that everything that has been taken will be restored. And I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. Again, I am so grateful to be able to come together with these women and fasting and praying. I just uh, pray to just grow, all of us, that we grow more and more in Jesus, in you, in the kingdom of heaven, and that as much as possible that the world is impacted by you. Our families are impacted by Jesus and you and your kingdom. And uh, that we fulfill our assignments on this earth. And once our assignments on this earth are completed according to you and your kingdom, that we're ready to be with you in heaven for eternity. I continue to cry out to you for this demonic, satanic, oppressive, targeted individual program to be broken, the back of it that it is broken in the name of Jesus. I give you all thanksgiving, honor, worship, praise, and glory as I say amen. 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 All right, thank you. That was a beautiful prayer. We'll give God all the honor. Okay. Compliments of Miss Nancy. Here we go with our devotional for the day. Uh, Tuesday, March 21st, in the day of my trouble, I will call upon you. If you will answer me, I'll pray and do wondrous things. 
Psalms 86, 7, 10. The man asked him, what is your name, Jacob? He answered, how change happens. Our topic on our devotional is how change happens, and we're listening intensively because we expect a great change with the dismantling of the PR program. But God, I'm sure that before he just dismantles the program, he wants to see some changes in our lives. And um, that's so key, maturity, growth, discipline, we're fasting, we're praying, we're doing things we didn't do before the TI program. So God, we thank you for what the devil meant for bad. God will use for good. Lord, I thank you for all the growth right up in this room, growth right here today, doing things that we were not doing, doing godly things to advance the kingdom of God, to advance righteousness on this earth that we were not doing before this life of program. So how change happens, I believe that we're going to read about change happens after God sees the change in us, that we're willing to make the needed steps to carry out such a big assignment. What it looks like, he, he removed this obstacle from our lives, and then we go gallivanting across this earth, just like the perps and the rest of nuts. So get, let's say he blessed us financially, we go get some limousines. Next thing you know, we're hula hooing with the with the Hemi Hennessy and partying. You know, God's got his way of, you know, I'm going to make sure you're my servant, he said. I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm, I just can't. Sometimes, you know, he's got to withhold blessings to for, the, for the benefit because this is a big job. This is a, a sick program, a demonic occult. We're fighting a satanic cult of people that fast and pray to do wickedness, that people that do rituals. This is no joking matter. They have disabled public protection offices. They have retarded people thinking that we're conspiracy theorists. You're sitting here saying conspiracy theory, and your mother or your father or your cousin is, is dying from some eugenic disease, some disease created in a laboratory, but you're calling us conspiracy. You know, we were dealing, we were dealing with people that have no knowledge of this, that are just ignorant and want to come against us. And we plead the blood of Jesus that the truth will reign across this earth in the name of Jesus. How change happens, our daily devotion for today is how change happens. Change happens through confession. When he identified himself as Jacob, which means deceiver, Jacob was acknowledging his character flaws. This is an important part of God's process for changing us because we never change until we honestly face and admit our faults, our sins, our weaknesses, and mistakes. We need to say, Lord, I have a problem. I'm in a mess, and I admit it, then God can go to work. Ever notice how easy it is to make excuses? We become experts at blaming others and saying things like, it's not my fault. You know, it's the environment I was brought up in. My parents are to blame. Well, the situation I'm in at work is because of my boss. Why do we act and talk this way? Because it's hard to admit our personal problems and failings, and it can be scary to ask God for help. Why do we need to confess our faults to God? To let him know, to let him know what's going on. No, he already knows that. When we tell God we sin, it's no surprise to him. He knew our problems were wrong. We confess to him because he wants us to say, you're right, God. I have a problem. I've blown it. 
It's humbling to admit our mistakes, but once we do, God gives us access to his power to help change us for the better. And at that point, we start to become the person we've always wanted to be. The truth is God loves us just the way we are, but he loves us too much to leave us that way. Wow. Again, God loves us just the way we are, but he loves us too much to just leave us that way. That is our daily devotion, how change happens today. Mm. Change happens by when we start changing, when we start growing, when we start recognizing. Okay. All right, Jesus. The story of Jesus and the rich man, um, this is from the Bible stories about the eye of the needle. Jesus and Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, Um, I should get the uh, specific Bible chapters, but it is right before... I mean, right after the story of Jesus and the little children, and the story of Jesus and the Pharisees, the Sermon on the Mount, right after that. The story of Jesus and the rich man. It was again, it was again near the time of the Passover feast. Jesus told his disciples to go on to the feast while he remained in Galilee. After a few days, Jesus started for Jerusalem. His route went through the province of Samaria, probably near the city of Samaria. The city of Samaria is situated somewhat like Jerusalem, with hills on every side. It was the capital of the kingdom of Israel in the earlier days. When Judah... What is that noise? What is that noise? What is that noise? That's not my phone. Sure. <coughs> All right. Testing, testing. Okay. On his way to Jerusalem, Jesus came to a village of the Samaritans. His disciple had already been there to make ready for his coming, but the people would not receive him. They said there was no room for him or for anyone who was on his way to the Jewish feast. The apostles James and John were angry at the treatment Jesus had received. These two have, have been called sons of thunder. They wanted the Samaritans to be punished, and they said, and they said, Lord, shall we have fire come up from heaven and burn them? Jesus rebuked them. He told them he had come into the world to save men, not to destroy them. Then they went to another village. Jesus continued on his way to Jerusalem, his disciples and multitudes of people following. They passed through a part of the country that was greatly infested with robbers. As a protection against outside enemies, the larger cities had sometimes the cons or ends of Palestine had walls around them. Right, walls uh, that they use walls to protect them against the enemy, which I've always uh, 
aligned with today, our walls of protection against the enemy is supposed to be laws. You know, back in the day, they literally, you know, before civilization, they put walls up to stop the enemy. After time, we began to use laws. We put laws up to stop the enemy. But the enemy is usurping authority over the laws. So let's see how their walls worked against enemies in those days. In these walls were large gates. And at night... And at night, and also in times of disturbance in the country, these gates were closed. For convenience, a small opening or wicked gate was made in the large gate about three feet wide and four or five feet high. The same Arabic word that is used for this wicked gate also means the eye of a needle. As Jesus journeyed along, there came running to him a rich young man who was probably a ruler in a synagogue. In those days, it was thought by the it was thought by the Pharisees that to be poor was one of the most dreadful things that could befall anyone. Mm-mm-mm. Can you imagine? Back in those days, it was one of the most dreadful things to be poor. Mm. Well, the Pharisees that to be poor was one of the most dreadful things. That was one of their beliefs. Wow. This young man had been carefully taught by the rabbis who put their own traditions in place of the word of God. He knelt before Jesus and respectfully asked, good master, what good things shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, if you wish to be saved, obey the commandments. The young man asked, which is the commandments? Jesus meant, and Jesus answered, you know the commandments, and then repeated several of them. Then the young man said, Master, I have obeyed these commandments all my life. What else do I lack? One second. Thank God I'm getting rid of this cold, but... Excuse me. The residue has to be... It's almost done. Thank you, Lord. I couldn't even breathe. Oh, sorry. All right, excuse me. The young man asked, which of the commandments Jesus meant? And Jesus answered, you know the commandments, and then repeated several of them. Then the young man said, Master, I have obeyed these commandments all my life. What else do I lack? Jesus said to him, one thing, if you would be perfect, sell everything you have and give it to the poor and come and follow me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Upon hearing this, the young man went away, very sorrowful. Jesus, looking after him, turned to his disciples and said, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Then with tenderness, Jesus said, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The camel could hardly be squeezed through the wicked gate and could not carry with him any part of his trappings or his load. Zacchaeus was a rich man who lived in Jericho. He was chief of the publicans uh, there. That is, he was at the head of those who collected the taxes. The name Zacchaeus means pure or just. In, on his way to Jerusalem for the last time, Jesus and his disciples with many others passed through Jericho. 
Not all the people of Jericho believed in Jesus as the Savior, but they had heard of his wonderful work, and they wanted to see him, so there was a tremendous crowd assembling when Jesus came by Zacchaeus. When Jesus came by. Zacchaeus was in the crowd and was anxious to see Jesus. He was a small man, so he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree. When Jesus came near the tree, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, I must stay at your house. Zacchaeus came down and received Jesus joyfully. The publicans were hated by the other people, and when they saw that Jesus went to stay with a publican, they were vexed and disappointed. Perhaps they supposed he would be entertained by some of the great rabbis in Jericho. When Zacchaeus was with Jesus, he talked freely of himself. A, A tax collector had great opportunities for acting dishonestly. But Zacchaeus was not only honest, but generous and charitable. Standing before Jesus, he said, Lord, half of my wealth I give to the poor, and if I have wrongfully overtaxed any man, I restore fourfold. The Jesus law required that if a man stole a sheep and killed or sold it, it had to restore four sheep for the one stolen. Zacchaeus put himself, Zacchaeus put himself, wait, Zacchaeus put himself in just that position. If he had wrongfully compelled any person to pay him more than was right, he restored to that person four times the amount he had received. Jesus said to Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to this house, for you are a son of Abraham. He meant that Zacchaeus had the same spirit that Abraham had. The Pharisees taught that man that men such as Zacchaeus would not be saved. But Jesus said to him, the son of man came to save that which was lost. Jesus sends out disciples. At one time during the last months of Jesus' life on earth, he chose 70 disciples to go in advance of him into every city and village where he planned to go. These apostles did not include any among the 12. Jesus sent these disciples two by two so each would have company. Jesus said to the 70 disciples that they would be as lambs among wolves, meaning that many people would treat them badly, but they must not return evil for evil. He told them not to carry any money or food. They should depend wholly upon God for the wants of each day. Jesus also told them not to waste time by going through the bowing and many words of salutation with which people were accustomed to greet each other when they met other travelers. Their mission was so important and the time so short that not a moment should be lost. In due time, the 70 disciples returned to Jesus with joy reported to him the great success had attended their work. He rejoiced with them, but he said there was a greater reason for rejoicing because their names were now written among the saved in heaven. All who have part in the great work of saving souls are blessed. Wow. All who have part part in the great work of saving souls are blessed. Wow. Beautiful. So the rich man, <clears throat> this is the story of, of Jesus and the rich man. And, you know, they said that rich people couldn't make it in. And God felt for this tax collector. And uh, this tax collector had a heart. He was returning to people many of the things that had been stolen. And um, he received forgiveness. 
and um, any comments on Jesus and the rich man? All right. Um, I'm just going to give the story of Jesus and the rich man is in... The parable is the parable, right? And that's Mark ten <clears throat> seventeen. Cool. Thank you. Been more chosen here. Thank you. We'll chat soon. Um, more chaos here. All right. Somebody that wanted to come. It's in Mark ten seventeen. In the parable of the rich man. <clears throat> And this is Jesus on how the rich get to heaven. Um, any comments, Camille, um, Angelica? Uh, well, I guess the, you know, I just always found that parable to be very interesting, and it's just. Um, I guess it's an, an example of the fact that we have to be willing to give up everything and not be attached to at least the riches of this world, you know, and that the rich, riches go far beyond worldly riches. You know, we're truly rich when we are living for Jesus, when we're living for the Father and the kingdom of heaven. That's the greatest type mm-hmm. of riches. But in terms of the riches of this world, if we're bound by that, we can't truly serve the Father or the kingdom of heaven. You know, we have to be willing to give it up, to give up everything. And I think as you were talking about before, you know, what like what what would it mean if, you know, say for instance, we were delivered out of this program yet we kind of went back to partying or you know, the sins that we were doing before we became part of this program and, uh, you know, perhaps we weren't praying as much or doing other things, you know. Um, It's like we have to be willing to give that up and anything that hinders us from really being able to serve the Father and the kingdom of heaven, give it up. You know, if we're not willing to give it up, we can't truly serve him. In this case, with the parable, it has to do with riches. With us in general, it could be anything. Right. Okay. Um, This is a little summary. Yahshua and the rich young man, also called Jesus and the rich man, is an episode in the life of Jesus in the New Testament it deals with eternal life in the world to come. It appears in the Gospel of Matthew 19, uh, verses 16 to 30, the Gospel of Mark 10, Mark 10, verses 17 to 31, and the Gospel of Luke in Luke 18, 18 to 30. It relates, it relates to the evangelical counsels of chastity, poverty, and obedience. In Matthew, a rich young man asks Jesus, what actions bring eternal life? First, Jesus advises the man to obey the commandments. When the man responds that he already observes them and asks what else can he do, Jesus adds, if you want to be perfect, 
Go sell your possessions and give them to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. Luke has a similar episode and states that when he heard this, he became very sad because he was a man of great wealth. Jesus looked at him and said, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples then asked Jesus, who then can be saved? And Jesus replies, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Amen. What is impossible with men is possible with God. The parable relates the term eternal life to entry into the kingdom of God. The parable starts by a question to Jesus about eternal life. And Jesus then refers to entry into the kingdom of God in the same context to avoid conflict with the Christian doctrine that states that salvation is by grace through faith. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, dispensational theologians distinguish between the gospel of the kingdom, which is taught here, and the gospel of grace, which is dispensational churches today. The non-dispensationalist view of Christ's response to the man's question on inheriting eternal life is to understand that Jesus knew that there would be none who could do a good enough work to merit such a gift as eternal life, Romans 3, 12. But for the benefit of all who would eventually read this scripture, he described the repentant believer's first step of faith. While simply obeying commandments and selling your riches will certainly yield nothing by itself. The important phrase comes as the end of Jesus' recommendations come, follow me, Luke 18.22. Thus, grace is the invitation to follow, and faith is the ingredient which compels a man to forsake all earthly cares in pursuit of the offer of eternal life. The rich young man was the context in which Pope John Paul II brought out the Christian moral law. The historical understanding of the times in which Jesus lived leads to a greater understanding of his sayings. In old Jerusalem, there was a small gate called the Needle's Eye, which was part of much larger gate through which people and animals such as load-carrying camels entered the great city during the day. At night, the larger gate was closed, but entry could still be gained through the much smaller Needle's Eye. For a camel loaded with goods and possessions to make through the smaller gate, it would have to be unloaded of all that it carried, it would also have to get down on its knees and crawl through the gate. Thus, for a camel to literally go through the needle's eye, it would have to cast all of its worldly goods and possessions and adopt the posture of supplication to enter the holy city. While the above may sound a reasonable explanation, it does not accord with what Jesus said. Rather than saying it is difficult or hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God, Jesus disciples understood that he what he was saying it was impossible when they said who then can be saved his response was men it is impossible with but not with god for with god all things are possible it confirms they have understood what he was saying correctly the idea of a camel going through a small gate of the albeit first having its load taken off speaks about hardness and difficulty not impossibility while Jesus' instructions to the rich young ruler often interpreted to be um, supererogatory for Christians, one scholar argues that this interpretation acquiesces in what he calls cheap grace, lowering the standard of Christian teaching.
The difference between ourselves and the rich man is that he was not allowed to solace his regrets by saying, never mind what Jesus says, I can still hold on to my riches. But in a spirit of inner detachment, despite my inadequacy, I can take comfort in the thought that God has forgiven my sins and can have fellowship with Christ in faith. But no, he went away sorrowful because he could he would not obey. He could not believe. In this, the young man was quite honest. He went away from Jesus, and indeed, dishonesty had more promise than any apparent communion with Jesus based on disobedience. Let me get that last part. But okay, that is the story of Jesus and the rich man. And God, we just thank you, Heavenly Father. And we are getting a better understanding of how you work. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for clarity and understanding on the need for walls of protection against the enemy. And that the concept of a uh, rich man couldn't make it through the needle's eye was the camel and, and, and just that how the camel had to drop all its riches to, you know, to get into that city. Just like to know my Heavenly Father, sometimes we have to drop all of our riches and all our worldly things to just get a better understanding of what God's trying to say to us. And that's why we look at this targeted in the program, targeted individual program as something that the devil may have used, the devil may have thought he was winning, but God can use all things to turn things around. And we thank you, God, that we can use this sick program, Heavenly Father, to tighten up our strength in you, to come before you boldly and say, God, we just exalt your name. We magnify you. And we know that the only power over evil is the power of God. And we thank you, God, for making it clear to us where we stand on this earth, that we are leaning on the everlasting arms of the most high God, and that we are servants in the kingdom of God. We're warriors. And we just thank you, God. And we we accept our assignment of expanding the kingdom of God and bringing souls into to continue to see your sovereignty, Heavenly Father, and particularly in the targeted individual community. God, we just pray for those who have given up hope and, and have turned atheists and have turned, they just can't understand. God, give them, open that spiritual eye. Give them an experience, Heavenly Father, with the Holy Spirit that will make them just revert to what they were raised on, what they believe in, that you are the all-sovereign God. Let them understand that sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we have to go through something to appreciate the value of knowing God, to appreciate the sacrifice that God has made. Sometimes we, and we have to just go through something to know that the only power over evil is the power of God. And once you've seen continuous evil on this earth, you will know that that is nothing more than the devil trying to reign and that there is a force that's greater than that force and it's the power of the Most High God. So we give you praise, Heavenly Father, and we thank you and we glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, seven. Yes, seven's been in and out on this uh, talk shoot, but that's okay. I hope you come to Jesus <laughs> eventually. And um, any closing comments? Angelica, you want to say anything? 
God bless you, Angelica. We're glad to see you here. Angelica? Okay, maybe she's in. I just want to say there will be no evening session. I have to deal with some issues here, and I'm, I'm going to have to get out um, after this Bible study. So, you know, Camille, darling, um, and all those who are fasting, you know, um, just make sure you, you just say your little prayer and close out on the fast. Is that okay? That's perfectly uh, Hello, Miriam. Thank you. Thank you very much for having the call today, Miriam. I'm really going through some bad trials here. I'm I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad you're standing in faith. And are you? Did you make it? Are you Are you fasting with us? Um, I might eat a little bit sooner because I I go without food all the time. Oh, okay. All right, well, now just incorporate some prayer, and you'll be um, yes. you'll be bona fide fasting and praying. Yes, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thanks for everything. All right, God bless you guys. And, um, yeah, um, Camille's been a great force. Uh, if you want to try again, Camille, maybe Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Camille? Yeah, if you want to do Thursday, we could do Thursday. We're going to try. Let's see how it works out. Okay. All right, so Wednesday night we'll try to touch base. Yeah. Okay. And if if we're going to do it, I'll send out a a text to everybody Wednesday night. Camille, call me then. Let me know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Don't forget to say your prayer at 6 o'clock. I'll be praying too when we close out on this fast. That's great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay. No problem. God bless you guys. God bless you, man. You have a blessed day. I like talk to you. All right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.